Hello, everybody. Welcome to Survival Buffs. My name is Adam. I'm Gideon. Oh, yours is already better than mine. Because I'm uh, an actor, Adam. There's a reason. There's a reason you're behind the camera, and I'm in front of it. You know. <laughs> Can you do Australian out? Oh, Sophie. There you go. <laughs> Sophie. Sophie. Um, Nor. I. All right, those are the only two we can do before we start getting canceled. Those are the safe ones, right? German? Country. German? Country. Okay, let's hear your country. Well, I already talk kind of country, but I can really turn it up and go southern. Like, oh, boy. Or I can go more of a panhandle accent, you know, down in, down in Florida, you know? <laughs> um... All right, well, uh, moving on to the uh, thing everyone's here for. I'm assuming maybe you guys are here for accents. to be a weird thing to join for. If so, congrats on uh, getting lucky there. You know, I had an epiphany after this most recent episode, Gideon. I've already said I like the cast, but I really like this cast after today's yeah. episode. Do you? Do you like it as I much do. as I do? Okay. I do like the cast. Maybe not as much as you do. I don't know. I'm, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say, but... I, I think it's going to take a lot for it not to be top 10 cast, newbie cast. I think it's That's already fair. nine or 10 and we're not even, we're four episodes in of what there's like 11 normally or 12. So yeah. Third of the way through already top 10. Yeah. Definitely better than 41, even though 41 had some highlights for sure. I don't know if this has as many like highlights as 41, but just like the average, Solid. The average, the base, the foundation. I like it. And I don't know, I don't know what about it it was. You know, actually, I do know. I do remember when I had that thought. I had that thought when the challenge started and Jeff does is getting your first look at the blah 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 tribe. Because, like, in my opinion, what judges a, a great cast, like personality-wise, not not gameplay-wise, but like personality-wise. For me, what judges a great cast is not always what they're like back at their camps or like back at, you know, their individual stuff. It's it's how much you anticipate when they come together and seeing like Marianne and Jonathan and Omer in the same screen as like Drea and Tori and Swati, RIP Swati, um, that, that anticipation of like, oh, what, what's it like when they come together for the challenges? And then eventually, what's it going to be like when they come together for the merch? Um, so, yeah, when, I, when they were all standing on their mats, I was just like, this is a good group. This is a good group we got here. You know? Mm -hmm. You agree? Yeah, for sure. I agree. Okay. Well, cool. Um, I'm happy because uh, someone from your team got eliminated this week. It's about time. It's about time somebody actually. You're yeah. still winning, but oh, and guess what, guys? I actually am now able to share my screen like I used to. Um, Aww. Yeah. You. Finally being able to do it. Yeah. Many uninstalls of Google Chrome later, and we're here. Still don't think I have a chance, but I do think that Tori's stock went up this week. Mike's stock went up this week. Drea's stock went up this week uh because and romeo I, I think i had a boost this week well let me tell you something adam 
The yeah. Survivor editors have absolutely ruined Survivor, and I'm just gonna, I know that's an outlandish statement for me to make, but I'm gonna tell you why. Because episode one, they show a clip of Tori reading off the Beware Advantage. Right. So, when it's, when the edit's saying, oh, it's either Swati or Tori, and we haven't heard her read the Beware Advantage yet... Right. Then we know who's going home. So I knew it was going to be Swati because Tori hasn't found the Beware Advantage yet. Same what thing. Uh, same thing when they voted off. Uh, what's his name? Same thing when it was Zach. It, it was. When it was Zach. Yeah. So so because the Survivor editors, we two two votes have been obvious. Right. Also, like, okay, guys who guys who don't watch Australian Survivor, here's the thing. Australian Survivor already does what the U.S. Survivor is doing, where they're showing backstories, but they don't flood them all at the um, at the beginning. They uh, they sort of space it out, just like the U.S. Survivor is doing this season and last season um, as it goes on. But when you watch Australian Survivor, it is almost almost impossible to base how they edit, where they put people's. Um, backstory moments uh, and figuring out where they get eliminated. I feel like with US Survivor, it's already like when they showed Mariah's, she, Mariah's going home. I knew it. I knew she was going home. Um, and I'm an editor, so maybe I'm looking into it uh, more. But isn't like everyone kind of an editor nowadays? I guess. So with uh with the TikTok generation. I know you don't know much about that realm. I'll uh I'll give you I don't some lessons. Much about TikTok, but yeah. yeah, I'll give you a I'll give you a masterclass uh, after we record today, but um yeah. I I just feel like the way the editors are showing the backstories, like they showed Jackson's um I don't know. It's just like if they show your backstory, there's like a 50-50 chance of you going home. But if they show your backstory... I was worried about Jonathan because of that. They started yeah. showing Jonathan's backstory, right. and I was like, I looked over at Livy because I was watching it with my girlfriend. And right. I was like, oh gosh, Jonathan's going home. I was like, right. oh shoot. Well, here's the thing. If they show your backstory and you're in a power position or a good spot, then usually you're safe. Because backstory doesn't always mean you're going home. But like right. if they would if they would show like okay let me just pull up the the cast list if they would show Daniel's backstory next episode I guarantee he's going home if they would show Roxroy's backstory which I don't think they've done yet right no they haven't yet then I guarantee you he's going home so it's like if you're in a bad position plus backstory shown equals that like that's the formula elimination because every time in forty one. That ended up happening, and every time so far in forty-two, it, it's it's a flawless. So I think they really need to work on that. Um, but uh, we did forget one thing at the intro, Christian. Thanks for bringing it up. Yes, we are interviewing Boston Rob tomorrow. Man, this one was tough to pull off. We're live right now. The interview with Boston Rob tomorrow is also going to be live. Don't know how long the video duration is because Rob said he was. He said, guys, uh, the, the night is yours. Uh, my, my whole night is yours. Ask away. I'm excited. How, 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 how did we get this interview, Gideon? Um, a lot of pulling strings, a lot of uh, connections. I'm connected to a few survivors. Yeah. Um, yeah, we know a yeah. couple. 
We know a couple, so yeah, do we're buffs. Us a little favor, of course. Haven't worn one buff this uh this season yet. I'll wear one next time. I'm like afraid to take my 41 off um off the mark, but uh I don't know. Just looks so nice. I love the color of it. Where's your rack at? Is it behind your window? Yeah, it's behind. It's behind me. Right okay, now. gotcha. Uh, we should be getting the merch buffs soon, right? No. Yeah, soon, right? Yeah, I think. Oh, I think they do because because uh, the preview, I believe, the merge episode, based on the context of where it was in forty one, because this has kind of been a replica season as far as structure. It would seem that the merge episode is not next week, but the following week, and so that's right. when the buffs were um, were shown. But yeah, subscribe yes. to the channel now so you don't miss us interview uh, Boston Robin. Become member because you can get interviews early. Are we going to get an interview with the King Tony Vlachos? Hell, yes, we are going to get a King inter- uh, uh, interview with the King Tony Vlachos in the future. When? I don't know. Who knows? the The summer The summer is going to be our big uh, our big interview window because. Not a lot of time between 41 and 42. Got exit interviews out of the way, but there's going to be a big break after 42. We have lots of interviews um, coming up because we know how much you guys like them. So subscribe, become a member so you don't miss those. If you're a member, you get to sit in on the interviews. Barry Dean sat in on the last interview we did with uh, JD. Got to talk to him, ask him questions. So um, become a member. Go to the Reality Pop main page. Hit join next to subscribe. Um, okay, back to the episode. Um, first thing I wanted to get out of the way, we didn't really talk about it last episode, but because we didn't really see the fallout of it, but I agree with Chanel in the whole thing with uh Daniel. Why does we have to ask Daniel if, if we get a chance to interview him? We have to ask Daniel, why does he feel so backstabbed like she didn't have a vote i i don't think it was a backstab i think somehow daniel has convinced himself that he was backstabbed i was gonna ask you if maybe you thought he like no 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 no. because i'm so so confused because he's like i feel betrayed i feel like i lost uh, he's he said like i lost um the trust was broken i was like what did what did she do she didn't vote you asked her who she would vote if she was in this case, which is like, bro, you're the one with the vote, not Chanel. Like, leave Chanel out of this. Like, you know, I I, I feel I know. like what happened was Daniel got caught blindsiding Jenny and High in a sense and tried to shift the blame over to Chanel. And Chanel, instead of saying, yep, I was involved in that too. Yep, yep. She said, leave me out of it, which any sane person would have done. And Daniel got caught like a deer in the headlights. And uh, that's how he reacted. Um, He might be at the bottom of everybody and the whole, not only his tribe, but the whole season. Yeah, I'm worried about Daniel. But if there's anyone that can wiggle their way out of it, he can. I think he can. Yeah, if he can get to the merge, uh, for sure he's done with, everyone with he's green right everyone green he's gonna have to flop and i'm sure people are there's there's obviously going to be someone out there that's gonna be open arms come over to my side so if he could just squeak his way to the merge uh that's gonna be tough that's gonna be tough um i'm not gonna say that chanel is totally um 
void of what I conceive as poor gameplay because she, when they come back, she tells everyone in front of everybody that Mike did. I, I, I wanted to rewind, but I forgot to. Did she tell everyone Mike had an idol or did she just tell everyone that Mike didn't have a vote? I, I thought she said Mike had an idol. She said that Daniel tur- told, her told her that Mike had an idol and couldn't vote. Right. Right. So Lydia didn't know that. At least the edit hasn't showed us that, but I would have thought that Lydia would have would have known that. Um, right. Wouldn't have known that. So Chanel basically in front of the whole tribe said Mike doesn't have an idol, which at this point Chanel hasn't really done anything to get on Mike's bad side, right? It's really just her and Daniel that have fractured. Yeah, yeah. But telling everybody that Mike has an idol – whether you say Daniel's the one that told me this or not, it's still telling everyone that Mike has an idol. So I don't know if I knew that. I don't know if uh, Lydia knew that. So Chanel, like, you know, lost trust with um, Hyatt the vote. Well, maybe. We don't really, we never really got to see the fallout of that, but lost, broke, broke the alliance with Daniel. But you know from we saw everything was cool between her and mike it just feels like she totally did not have to throw that out there any idea did you did you have any take was that poor did Uh, you think think that that was poor i I don't think it was poor for her i mean it definitely throws daniel under the bus yeah but he was already at the bottom i know but it just further cements him at the bottom but couldn't she have just said, oh, Daniel told me that Mike didn't have a vote? Did she have to say that Daniel said Mike didn't have a vote and has the idol? Did she have to throw that extra? Or could she have told Mike that in private? I just, I don't know. I mean, Chantel's gameplay is rocky, but Chanel. I don't think that was Ch- Chanel's game is rocky, but I don't think it's, sorry, I'm so used to saying Chantel from last season. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was a terrible move. Right. Do you think the fracture of the Green Tribe, it, it's it's similar to, um, I guess you could say it's 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 starting to look like they are the Green Tribe of last season with Ricard. I forget what was that. What, what uh, were they no, called? I don't think I don't think it's going to be the case. They don't seem to be on complete self destruct. I think I think Mike is the glue holding them together. Yeah. That that t- tribe last season definitely did not have a Mike person. Maybe Brad, but he's not as paranoid and frantic as Brad by any. Let means. me tell you something about Mike. I'm loving Mike's gameplay, and I think and he I love his yeah. alliance with High and Lydia. The hashtag gaze for Mike Alliance. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that their fracture, while it might not have been like a complete implosion. Do you th- do you think their fracture has anything to do with their poor um, challenge gameplay and the first and the that reward challenge? Why? Why do you ask that? I mean, what what? Just seems like they weren't. I mean, Blue Tribe or uh, uh, Blue Tribe was doing poor too, but they definitely were ahead of Green Tribe. The Green Tribe uh, just looked like yeah, maybe. I don't think so though. I I don't think so. Okay. It's just uh, Orange was so dominant that they just made everyone look like schmucks. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the editors are eating up Jonathan, to be honest, and I think they're just trying their best to highlight him in every way possible. I think they did that with the immunity challenge as well. Yeah, he's crazy. If you had to guess right now what place Jonathan finishes, what would you what would you guess? Seventh. Okay. I was gonna say seventh or eighth. I, I feel like he'll get to the merge and I feel like he'll survive like one boat. And then the first time after that, the the merge vote that he doesn't win immunity, they're gonna. They'll send have him some home. big storyline with Omer, like finally going like. We've it's time. Each other this far, but it's time. We it's have time to go against. Yeah, exactly. Um, if Jonathan does make it to the merge, regardless of how well he does in the next two challenges, assuming he, but we can assume he's gonna do fine. This has to be the greatest pre-merge challenge dominance from a single player in the history of the show. No, am I wrong? I agree. I don't. I don't. I think he's better than Joe. I think he's better than Joe did on on uh, no collared. Because Joe won like every challenge, yes. But Jonathan's not only winning; he's like dominating, like, and he's doing it solo. Like Joe definitely was the leader of all of his wins for sure. But it's almost like it's Jonathan out there and then a bunch of ragdolls. He literally is dragging people through the water. I know. Jonathan was quite literally like pulling the boat and Marianne in this challenge. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was, that was one of the, biggest blowouts i probably in challenge history now like team challenge history uh i wouldn't say it's the biggest i feel like i've definitely seen bigger blowouts before but well what's also crazy with jonathan though is no one at least the edit hasn't showed us no one yet has brought up like oh man we got to get him out now before he goes on a tear in the individual game is he doing that good he is doing that good, but he had a little slip up where, you know, he he did have a slip up where he um let it slip that they were tight. Right. You know what I mean? I did want to ask you about that because I took that as him saying, Oh, they were tight, like in the sense that in challenges they're always locked in and on the same page, which is clear. There's no hiding that. But apparently, Marianne, Lindsay, and Omer thought that everyone else would perceive that as, oh, we're very tight back at camp. And, oh, in the future, when we merge, don't even try to break us because we're tight. I, I, I took it as like a, a challenge thing. Um, I, don't think, I don't think that's how it's going to go. No? What do you mean? You thought... Uh, I think I think it's gonna be like we have to get out those four. Like it'll make the other four be like I want to I want to get out the other four. Um, you're saying when they merge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just saying Jonathan's comment about saying we're tight. I I took that as him saying they're tight as far as they're always on the same page when it comes to challenges. You gotta be more careful with that wording. I agree. I agree. Especially nowadays. I feel like you could have got away with that in old school. But everyone's paying attention so carefully to everything you're saying. But um, I don't think it was too big of an issue. I feel like 
excuse me. I feel like the orange stripe just is so drama free that this caused like the slightest bit of drama. So they like beat it into the ground and the edit. But I feel like they weren't actually that worried about it. That's just my my take. You agree? Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it was anything get to put him at the bottom. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just feel like Orange Tribe has been so drama free. Um, they've been like the dominant challenge tribe the whole time, which yeah, you know, historically in Survivor, the tribe that does the best in challenges. Um stays the most drama free for obvious reasons in that they don't have to go to tribal council. I mean, look at how tight uh, Luvu appeared to be um, last season. Uh, you could say the opposite for the blue tribe. I got to remember these tribes names. Okay. Ika, Ika, the blue tribe, Ika appears to be, I actually, I texted, um, uh, I texted Romeo and Tori after the episode. And I said, uh, Blue Tribe is the drama tribe this season. You for told sure. them that? Why, yeah. did you, why did you tell them that? They're on the Blue Tribe. Well, I also, but then I responded to each and said, um, or I followed up with saying, but I love it. Okay, you're as slimy as Swati. Thank you. But am I wrong? Are they not the drama tribe of the season? Oh, they are. I mean, there is no chemistry in that tribe whatsoever. Like zero, none. Yeah. I was a little bit shocked at first that Tori was like, no, I don't want to team up with Roxroy because we don't get along. I mean, she did end up doing that, but for even thinking of it for a second that she would risk her game just because, Oh, I don't get along with this person. At the end of the day, if the choice is team with Roxroy and survive or don't team with Roxroy and it's either you or Swati that goes home. Do you even have to think about it? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I mean, hey, whatever gets you the next vote. I mean, you have to take Survivor as playing one vote at a time. Like, right. survive to the next vote. Survive, survive, survive. Yeah. It's like sometimes they forget uh, what the game is called. Survivor. Right. Thanks for reminding me. Um, and also, is Roxroy really that annoying? Like, he's not like Philip on Redemption Island or... Philip and Caramoan or Brandon Hans and Caramoan. Like he's he's not that he's definitely like, you know, but he's not like, is he really that bad? Feels like she's the only one that has a problem with him. Uh I mean, he's just I mean, he's a dad, bro. He's just doing his his dad things. How old is he? Forty something. Forty four from Vegas. Yeah. Um, I saw Wendell tweeted, "It's probably a good thing that Roxroy doesn't have social media." I believe that was Wendell tweeted that. Yeah. Um, but I will say, when Tory, right? Tory, right? Is it Tory or lawyer? It's Tory, right? Yeah, Tory. I will say when Tory finally realized, okay, I need to schmooze Roxroy, get him on my side. She did a pretty good job, you know. She said, like, you know, you're working so hard around camp. Because clearly that's the thing Roxroy values the most is hard work. Um, right. Putting uh, work into building the shelter and stuff like that, which, you know, hashtag old school. 
Um, but like saying old school is like the equivalent of saying like, okay, boomer. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like the survivor way to insult. Yeah. Uh, an old person. Yeah, your, your, your gameplay is kind of old school, man. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Old school mentality. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh, dang it, Christian. You're so rude. <laughs> um, but what happens when Tori appeals to Roxroy? Of course, he tells freaking Drea. Not only tells Drea, but he tells Drea right in front of Swati. So, like, he spills the beans to Drea, and I'm like, why? Because you learn that Dre is trying to get you out. And the one person you shouldn't tell is Drea. But, okay, if you if you really trust Drea that much, that you want to work with her instead of Tori, the last thing to do is to say it in front of Tori's number one. Swati. So, and at the same time, is Drea really that surprised that she um, would tell him? She's like, oh, I can't believe Roxroy would tell me that, or I can't believe Tori would um, backstab me. It just it, it seems like the Blue Tribe, as far as gameplay, based on what the edit's given us, you know, we're 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 we're, we're victims of only getting what the edit shows us. But based right. on what the edit showed us, right. it seems like no one knows how to play on the Blue Tribe. Tori had a good episode, don't get me wrong, and Romeo, I feel like, is probably the best game player. But man. That blue tribe, man. Yeah, they keep get, they keep getting themselves into trouble, don't they? Like, why was Drea so mad? Why was Swati telling everyone she was her number one? Why did Roxroy tell uh, Drea that Tori was targeting her in front of her? Why does Roxroy have no social awareness? Who shot Jr. Before your before your time, maybe. Um, okay, this was a side note I wanted to throw in there. Have you noticed how many times they've referenced this heavy rainfall? Uh, once or twice. It's been at least five times by my accounts, and like out of the whole show, not just this episode. Apparent. Uh, it, apparently, it's in a lot of the secret scenes. The rain. Well, remember it leaked someone like, I mean, not leaked because anyone could have found it, but someone like looked up the AccuWeather of like Fiji during the dates that they were filming. And it was like rain every day. They keep bringing up this harsh rain. Yeah. And like, I love those moments. I love watching them suffer. You know, that's what makes their victory and their triumph so great because you see them suffer and they overcome it. So I love watching like when the the, tr- the like, camp. Like we know rock. it's happening. They're just not showing it. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like it's like nowadays the editors just want gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. They don't want to show us the hardship. They don't want to show us the fun moments. It's like oh, we have secret scenes for that. We have a YouTube now. We can put every all that stuff on there. All they all the people care about now is gameplay. I miss it. I miss it. Um, um, all right. The one tribe we really haven't talked. I mean, I guess, I guess we did touch on the orange tribe 
a little bit. We touched on Jonathan, and there's not really a lot they did this episode. They're they're strong. The same thing. There's a little bit of drama with Jonathan letting the beans spill about how close they are. But I mean, that's all we got from them today. Maybe and Jonathan's a little self conscious about being called Goliath. Okay. Well, it's interesting because. Because it's like, what really is the power dynamic of Orange? Because you could say, oh, it's Jonathan because he's the one carrying them a challenge. So he's the most invaluable. But that also means he's the biggest threat physically. Right. Yeah. You could say, oh, it's Omer because he's the one that's tight with Jonathan. But power couples, which doesn't have to be a guy-girl thing. Power couples can be JT and Fishback. He's the brains behind it. So that doesn't put him in a great position. You could say, oh... Lindsay, but like she's kind of feels like she's you know like she's in there but she maybe doesn't have the biggest voice in there so you could say okay the obvious person at the bottom is marianne but she has the idol now don't get me wrong if orange loses before the merge it's it's for sure marianne right am i wrong in that guess oh yeah it's marianne right so um interesting that uh speaking of Ariane, that uh she's like man has no one found the idol like we have to ask her when she comes on has she did she ever once consider that other people found it and just weren't saying the phrase you know probably what I mean? not i don't think i don't think that's something she probably picked just picking up on yeah but yes yeah, so i'd say i'd say mary ann would would be the first out. I don't know who. If you had to look, what, so what, what's the green tribe? You got High Chanel, Daniel, and Lydia? No. Yeah, and Mike. Right? Yeah. Uh, if they lose next episode, who who would you say goes home? I think Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, it's got to be Daniel. And then Blue Tribe, Roxroy, uh, Tori... Treya and Romeo, it's gotta be rocks, no? Um or maybe. Tori. It depends. Does Tori find the advantage? You know? True. Could you imagine if Treya found that? She would have the amulet, the steel of I'm also I'm also about each episode I'm forgetting more and more what the amulet is. They gotta like do a refresher at some point, but mm-hmm. Um, okay, one thing I wanted to talk about the challenge. Why did they choose Lydia to be one of the jumpers? I don't know. Lydia does not have a vertical, so that made no sense to me. She's also like 5'3". Like, they made it very clear what the challenge was. I mean, like they didn't lose, but that's because, um, I forget, who did the puzzle for them? Was it uh, Mike and I? No, Mike no. and High hugged as right. uh, <laughs> Chanel and as Lydia. Chanel and Lydia did the puzzle. Right. Yes. Well, yeah. Props to them. That was close, though. That was close. Good um, challenge. Speaking of the challenge, did you hear the bass line come in when they were doing the puzzle? There was like a don don like a no, bit, like a. It was like a funky bass. It kind of reminds me of like the music that was in like. Yeah, maybe just because I, I have a subwoofer and it was like right next to me, but um, they uh, it reminded me of like the music from like seasons one or two, like before Jeff started talking, and they just they almost kind of had like some hip hop beats in there a little bit. It was I don't know, that it, uh, oh, yeah, but um, yeah, so props to Lydia and Chantel. Really, the only thing 
we've seen of Lydia, which is crazy. She's like, are we ever going to see Lydia's personality come out? Like she's such a super cool personality on social media, but she's been like the Heather of this season. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Lydia's not getting a lot of love right now, which makes me think she probably didn't do that good. But who knows? I mean, you could say Erica had a bad edit in the first four episodes, but there was still people that were like, Erica's a threat. We got to get her out. No one's saying that about Lydia. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, does she have the smallest edit? I'm trying to look if anyone else. Mm. I think she has the smallest for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, of that, of that list. Um, you know what else was weird? <laughs> the challenge was Roxroy got so mad that they lost again. He's like, I can't believe we lost again. And I'm thinking like, wait, you guys won the last two. There's only been three episodes before this. Yeah, like they I have. I mean, you got to be frustrated because, you know, going to tribal council, it's, it's it gets old after a while, but. Right. I love the chaos that Tori was creating. I think sometimes. Tori, Tori had a great episode. Sometimes I think the best strategy is just throwing a bunch of shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. Um, That's what you have to do when you're at the bottom, Adam. Yeah. No, really, really enjoyed watching watching Tori it felt like there was no right answer so she just sort of put everybody under the bus at some point but except Romeo how could they not tell that Tori is a therapist I mean she talks like a therapist when she was the this whole episode I was like this is a therapist trying to manipulate people like if I was on the island I'd be like you're a therapist You've read your like. You've read Sigmund Freud, my friend. You know what's going on here, right? Do you feel like Swatsy could have done anything to save yes, herself? I do. What What would you have done if you were her? Kept her mouth shut. At tribal or about stop playing both sides. Be transparent because you or or don't say things to people that you can't trust. Like you know. If you're going to say something to Tori, she's at the bottom. Why would you give a secret to somebody at the bottom? It makes no sense. Right. I did think she brought up good points, but it was probably a li- like a tribal, but it might have been like a little too, too late. late. Too late. Because it's true. I mean, like Tori decided to tell Roxroy that Drea was – um you know, had the extra vote and that she had too much power and that they should blindside her. Right. And somehow all of that got put on Swati, even though it was basically proven that Tori did it. But I think Drea was just like, I made up my mind. I don't know. I don't think Drea had a good episode. I don't think Romeo had a good episode. I don't think Rox or Swati had a good episode. Yeah. I don't think any of them did really. Um, just messy, messy gameplay. And like Swazi played her shot in the dark, which this was probably the best time someone could have of any time it's been played. But I'm really starting to think like one in six, like it's it was played what twice in 41, or was it just Sydney? <laughs> just Sydney, but three times this season so far, right? Yeah, we're over four. Oh for four. I feel like it should either be one in four 
or you still get your vote, but you still can only play it one time. <laughs> nah, I don't think you should still get your vote. I, I would rather have one of those options. I would rather have one four, but one in I, five. Uh, I mean, one in six, just yeah. I mean, it's it, I I don't think it should be a thing. Period, Adam. No, I, I mean, agree. I agree. I agree. Do you think Swati getting voted out was more on her or more of just good gameplay by Tori? Oh, I think it's on her, hundred percent. I think I think it's more dumb gameplay by Swati. I mean, Tori did have a good episode. I do think that's part of it. Yeah, but it was highly helped by Swati's really bad gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. So Swati's gone. Um, let's see. Swati was on. Oh, your team. Huh, interesting. All right. So slowly catching up. Remember, the more points, the better. You don't want to have less points, as is in most games. Um, we uh, we predicted Swati two episodes ago. So I guess that was a fair statement. Um, yeah. If you had to guess who's going home next, who would you say? I'm going to go with uh, Daniel. Okay, you're going with Daniel because he's on my team. I'll go <laughs> with somebody on blue, which is your entire team. Rocks. Probably Rocks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, man, as you can see, my draft order wasn't very high on Swati, anyways, because she's an Ivy League student and they always overplay. Right. So, yeah. All right, MVP of the episode. Who are you going? that's tough that's tough man i can't give it to jonathan because he did slip up so i can't give him a player of the episode right. i also i guess just like based off of being able to steer the vote and being able to i'll probably have to go with giving it to tori yeah me too i texted her mvp of the episode after that and she said i'll take it actually i told her um she reminded me a little bit of uh, Chaos Cast, but in all the best ways. And she said, I'll take it. That's what I told her. Um, yeah, I think it was Tori. I agree with you. I think Jonathan, like, you know, again, did great in the challenges. But, yeah, had a, a slip up. Not a big one. But I think Tori just, yeah, steered the vote. And honestly, like, think of it. If Tori hadn't told Roxroy that Drea was after her, it, it, it started this chain reaction and then Tori talked to uh, Drea and sort of put all the blame on Swati. Those were two big moves. If those two things hadn't happened, it might have been Tori that went home. So you could say that Tori essentially not only saved herself this episode, but I think she jumped ahead of Roxroy. I, th I still think, obviously, Romeo and Drea are the power team of the Blue Tribe, but I don't know. I think... Uh, I think um, I think Tori MVP of the episode. Yeah, she she gets my Russell crown this week. She gets she gets the Adam crown this week. Tori. Um, preview for next week. Looks like Jonathan. Uh, you know, Jonathan might. Uh, what do they say? Some something happened with Jonathan. I think Tori finds the idol next episode. <laughs> well, another thing too is that they could be deceiving us. Maybe. 
Roxroy finds it and shares the clue with Tori, and she's reading it. Yes, so because if there's it. anything I think Roxroy will do, it's go looking for an idol because he's the definition of new school gameplay. Well, he could stumble upon it. Because Marianne find it other than Tori, it's going to be Romeo. Yeah, but Marianne stumbled upon it, right? It was just kind of like, oh, here's the idol. I don't, know. don't think but, it was a stumble. It was. It wasn't a full-on excavation, though. It was somewhere as a middle ground. But um, all right, guys. Well, that's uh, season forty-two, episode four. Uh, Good episode. Good season so far. Glad to be back on day after podcast. So we apologize, guys. We have been doing these on Sunday, but unless something crazy happens, these will be day after the rest of uh the season which means we can start having guests as of now it looks like we might have uh, i don't want to s- say it's a for sure thing um but sarah from season 42 might be on next week uh she said she'd be down we'll see uh, i'm gonna try to get jd soon as well but the week after that we have peridia uh hopefully for multiple be cool to get peridium on i would love having them on the show just has this crazy crazy knowledge of survivor it feels like if you guys have ever seen pawn stars uh every time they buy something they bring in like the buddy or the experts on that specific thing he just man the knowledge that guy has a freaking survivor um a lot of good takes too so hopefully we can get Hot him on for more than he one predicted he predicted the erica win um like yeah Six episodes in, so I'll yeah. be interested around episode six who Peridium thinks is going to win. Yeah. Um, we're also going to have, uh, after the merge episode, we're going to have uh, Coach Drew and Emily from Survivor uh, Hot Takes, Reality Hot Takes, have said they're going to come on. Uh, get some international people on here, too. Um, down the road this season, we're still going to have Tiffany and Boche on the same episode. Super excited for that. Um, gonna try to get some more. Gonna try to get uh, some more. I'm sure Carl press, will be back. I'm sure Libby will press, be back. What do we got? Press release for episode five just came out. I'm Survivor Rich. It's day 10, and patience is running thin for some of the tribe members. Immunities on the line when tribe gets tied up. Oh boy. That's all they're saying. Whoa, Nelly. All right. There you have it, folks. Tis, uh, tis been a good season so far. Uh, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. All right. Um, guys, thank you for watching. Subscribe. Go to our main channel, Reality Pop, and join so you can sit in on interviews. You ever wanted to meet JD? You ever wanted to meet Ricard? Now you can do it. Now you can do it. Um, just become uh, Just become a member. And you get a chance to win a buff. We said we do a, a buff uh, ra- a ta- a rally, rally, tally. What's the word I'm looking for? Raffle. Raffle. Jesus Christ. Um, You're dumb. So that'll start with the merge episode. We'll start our raffle. Last year, Barry Dean won. Why did he win? Because he got a bunch of extra entries because he was a member. So he got a free idol or free uh, buff, which just shipped out today for the first time because he lives in Australia and because of COVID, they had all these restrictions. But so Barry, if you're watching this, your 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 buff is on the way. On the way. 
Um, but yeah, you can win a bunch of prizes and stuff as a member. Talk to us, come chat. Also, join. We have a TikTok and we have a Discord. The links to both are in the description. Um, the Discord is super fun. We talk about Survivor stuff all season long with a bunch of obviously Survivor fans. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Oh, no, but where are we going to find the links? Yeah, they're right there in the description, buddy. Just go check. Um, all right. Whew. How about Will Smith, huh? Yeah? Nope. Yeah. It, it, How about that Will Smith it, thing, huh? In the episode. Chris Rock, man. Yeah. Should we talk about that for an hour? No. 